0: Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking into this edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. This here is a replay, and we are replaying episode 124 to celebrate the grand reopening of Laughing Gas comedy in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Laughing Gas is doing this whole thing, this grand reopening, by having a very funny man who you will hear in this podcast. If you haven't heard him before, his name is Buzz Sutherland. And we interview Buzz and the owner, Jeff Johnson, for this episode. And so to celebrate this grand reopening, we are going to replay this episode this week. And next week, we're going to drop brand new interviews with both of these guys. So if you are anywhere within driving distance of laughing gas comedy in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, be sure that you go visit them. Buzz will be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week. And that is Thursday, September 9th. Friday, September 10th, and Saturday, September 11th. And you can only get your tickets online right now at the letter N, number 2, O, comedy.com. That's N2O, comedy.com. And if you don't know what N2O stands for, you're going to get your little dose of laughter when you go see Buzz. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it and can't wait to record with these guys again this upcoming Saturday. Going to be a blast. Without further introduction, ladies and gentlemen, here's the replay of episode 124 with Jeff Johnson and Buzz Sutherland. Enjoy.
1: Well, here's the deal, Bobby. If you want to have fun, tune in to Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. John Redcorn said it's one of the most interesting and sometimes funny podcasts you could ever hear. I think it's always funny, except when that Buck Sullivan's on there. I've never found him funny. I do. He's got fruit pie.
0: Thank you for checking in to this edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to remind all of you to subscribe to the CEP on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play to keep the variety coming straight to your ear holes with the automaticity. And you can also download our episodes on the launching pad for all things cerebral at the CEPodcast.com. Anyone who needs to contact us for booking information or simply to say what's up can do so by emailing us at cerebral at thecepodcast.com. And of course, we also also greatly appreciate you showing us all of your love and support on the socials by liking and following the Cerebral Entertainment podcast pages on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Now, for this edition of the CEP, we bring you Jeff Johnson and Buzz Sutherland. Jeff, along with his wife and daughter, is the owner and proprietor of Laughing Gas Comedy in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, which is an all-new 7,000-square-foot venue that houses both the Laughing Gas Comedy Club and the huge N2O Lounge. Both are very impressive. And Buzz is an outstanding comic that has a long-standing history with Jeff, and so he came down to provide the comedy for the launch of this new endeavor. Buzz definitely had me in tears a couple of times on the mic and off the mic with some of his stories, and so if you ever get the opportunity to see him on stage, You got to do it. You shan't be disappointed. And if you are ever in the Cape Girardeau, Missouri area, be sure to stop by Laughing Gas Comedy to see a show and maybe lounge in the lounge. But without further introduction, I bring you Jeff Johnson and Buzz Sutherland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to yet another edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. Another riveting edition, by the way. I am James and with me as always is my good friend Colt. You know it. We are here at Laughing Gas Comedy, all the way in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. This place, it still smells fresh.
2: Do you believe it's actually real? You're here.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, now that I'm here, I didn't believe it until I actually walked in. But I um, didn't,
3: especially since the last time we've seen it. Right. It
0: was nowhere near this. Owner and proprietor,
2: Jeff Johnson. How are you doing today, Jeff? Uh, fantastic, but let me correct you. Co-owner. Co-owner, I'm oh, sorry. I couldn't do this without the help of my beautiful wife, uh, Dr. Kara Johnson, DMD, a certain smile. Absolutely. In Jackson, Missouri, 2436850 for your uh, new patient exam. Yeah. You would have gotten in a cheap lot cheap of trouble
3: blood. if you didn't say all that just now, right?
2: Well, it's not called laughing gas nitrous oxide N2O for uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Right. Yeah.
0: There's, there's some, uh, it's all about the commercial. Here, right. There's a connection right. here, right? right? Every chance you talk about laughing gas, you can also connect that to the dentistry.
2: Uh, if you'll notice behind me, there's a 1930s dental chair. Yes. And, um, we're all about making people smile so we can see their teeth. Right. And then we can walk up to people and hand out business cards at the end of the show. Sweet.
0: I love it. With us all as well is Buzz Sutherland.
3: Buzz. <laughs> we, can, we can add that track in later, can't we?
0: Yeah, I've got some pretty good sound effects, but his was great. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not right? trying to take away from that. <laughs> I good sound effect. <laughs> Buzz, just a run through of what you do. You're a comedian. Right. You work with, you're also a keynote speaker. Yes, I am correct. Yes, I am. You work with well. You work crowds. You work <laughs> with churches. You work with right. You work with uh, the,
4: the the military. It's the
1: seas. It's, seas. it's uh, I started off and got really lucky and blessed and was uh, got my foot in the door and then all that kind of stuff. It was just a fairy tale. And but you, I got really lucky right when I started by going into clubs and uh, I started off as an MC and that lasted about a month and then. I went to the middle act and that lasted about a week because the headliner didn't get along with the middle act at all. And so they started headlining me and had like three minutes of material and had to do 45 and still went long. And so then from college, from the clubs that I did from 85 to about 91, then I started going into colleges and I did... Uh, I've done 3776 college performances Holy according cow. to the IRS. <laughs> wow. I know if you had 3776 <laughs> of anything and you threw it on the ground it's be it's crazy. I mean it just really is to uh to look back and to, he drove me to probably uh 1500 to 2000 of them. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. So how did you guys meet? We were wondering down the way up kind of uh postulating some mm-hmm. possibilities of Craig's how you list. guys met <laughs> craigslist so you were on there as an ad you're running nice. an ad for even yeah. actually
2: you know it's funny because even before craigslist um you know as a child growing up in st louis uh i'll never forget my first interaction with him because i'd seen him working at the funny bone in st louis <laughs> and i and i always thought i was like man i know this guy from somewhere and uh he was the host of a kids show on oh, channel did, 11 yeah. up there. So he would go on in between like duck and all that stuff <laughs> after in the, in the afternoon, Disney afternoon. And he was like, Hey kids, this is uncle buzz. And I, and I finally uncle figured buzz out, in there. <laughs> Uncle Buzz. Sounds pervy. I can find footage that proves it.
4: <laughs> Sweet. So, uh,
2: I remember, I remember going up to him one time and I'm like, I knew it. You're that guy from channel 11 kids afternoon. And he's like, you'll never talk of that again. And like, <clears throat> scared the crap out of me uh i was just like okay well apparently i'm not allowed to talk to comedians so i'm gonna walk away now and that's kind of where it just went on from there but uh, so actually i've known this man almost my whole life and didn't
1: even and know then, then looking wow. back he understands that i was i mean i i'm a, I'm a dick all the comics hate me and am just full of hate and he stands up for me because uh he knows now that when i was walking by him i was either good Beelining for some woman or somebody who's going, make me in the bathroom for, and <laughs> I, was, I was always really never talk about that again. And, and so, but after that, uh, he was doing my sound in the, in my show in the, in the Westport uh, hole, and then I started going out, and uh, when you're medicated and you drive driving 12 hours, it's better to let somebody else do it. And so he started going along, and mm-hmm. then... Um, Boy, we uh, we had some adventures over all those times. That's for sure. Right? Did, did you say what
3: year you started? Did I uh, no, saying? I
1: didn't. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> Will you please? <laughs> you never ask a lady her age or her weight. <laughs> my weight. But I'll, I'll tell you my weight. I'm Real proud of what's going on. I've lost eighty-six pounds. I got three weeks to live. But um, I got started. I was at the University of Missouri and. Um, I went I, I walked on the football team and um, Woody Wodenhofer was the coach, Woody's wagon, and I got to play cornerback and we played Oklahoma and um, I was I was covering the second wide out and I, I would never forget it this forever. I had to backpedal with this guy and I'd watch the quarterback and I was like, oh, you got the worst quarterback in the world, he overthrew you. Nice cat. And then we lost 63 to nothing, and it was pretty much my fault. The entire thing was just on me. And so I was walking back across campus. I saw all these people lined up by Jesse Hall. And I asked them, I said, What's going on? They said, There's a comedian here tonight. And then I went up to the front of the line, and talked to this lady, and I go, What's going on? She said, There's a comedian tonight It's already uh sold out, but she could stand back here by me. Kathy, uh, I forget her last name. She, Kathy. Uh said, stand back by me. And, and then the I mean, she said that the lights went down, and they go, Ladies and gentlemen, the University of Missouri welcomes Jerry Seinfeld. And this little kid walks out on stage. Cause at that time all comics wore the same uniform. It's like blue jeans, a white t-shirt, and then a black jacket on top with the sleeves rolled up. And he walks out and he goes, Football is a stupid thing. And they go crazy because we just got our asses kicked, 63 to nothing. And then he went on to go, you, you ever notice? You ever notice? You ever And I said, he's getting paid for this? And she goes, actually, he's doing quite well. And little did we know, he'd go on to make $200 million an episode or whatever it is. Right. But uh well, then I walked out of that auditorium, went and packed up all my stuff, and went to Funny Bone in St. Louis. And I said, I want to be a comedian. I'd love to sit and do nothing and make money out of it because I've been doing all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. and getting I was in my fourth college at Mizzou I'm not bragging and then uh they said we got can't be a comedian it's uh we got wait we need waiters and so I got a uh I had my table set and everything and then they called up Ron Ramey to come on stage and he wasn't in the room so I ran up on stage and uh did three minutes and then when I came off this lady came over and she goes that was wonderful. We would love for you to be part of our charity. And I'm, well, I'm a comedian. That's what we do. We give back. And, you know, I've been in the business three minutes now. And so it ended up being the very first uh, Comic Relief homeless uh, thing, HBO Comic Relief with Whoopi Goldberg and Robin Williams and uh, Billy Crystal. And so we had. Wow. they flew me out there. And I'm like, this is going to be cake, you know. And I fly out there. And we had to sit at the table the day before to do the reading for what we're going to do. And they said... Uh, well, we know everybody, but this is Buzz, where he's met him. Um, Buzz, you'll go on first into an hour and then you got a four hour break and go back to the hotel or whatever, watch or then you go back on and do an hour. And then, um, and I'm going, no, I won't, no, I'm not. I don't know. It's going to be the same as the first hour and I don't know what the first hour is going to be. And so it actually went really, really great. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was, I had to improv right off the bat. And so I, I built myself for a long time after that. I got six minutes. I can go as long as you want. And, um, uh, I spent the first five minutes on stage going, I know you don't like me, but I'm going to be funny. goes <laughs> just wait, just wait. <laughs> and, uh, the other acts that I worked with just hated it because an hour later, they were, going, <laughs> they were, it was, they didn't remember their other ones names or what they looked like. Or, or they go, Hey, Oh, I'm getting some recognition. Go get me some ice. And they didn't get any respect at all. And mm. so, uh, uh, so then, colleges, and then uh, from that, corporations. So the C's and uh, Corporate is where the uh, keynote comes in. And so sometimes it's uh, like seventy percent funny, and then thirty percent message. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of times nowadays, especially if you're doing that at uh, a school, if talk about bullying, and then also uh, if you do a keynote like I have coming up in June, it's for nurses. They want me to do. Really, my message about family and working together and looking people and making eye contact and working, it basically boils down to, if, if you aren't getting along with people at work, then treat them the way you treat your people at home. And if you don't get away, uh, along with people at home, treat them the way you treat people at work. And if you're getting not along with either one of them, it's you. Go look in the mirror. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and just uh, make eye contact, be honest. And that's what uh, we've gotten away from in this country is that nobody looks at each other anymore. And uh, sadly enough, the, the most beautiful days are September 12th, 13th, and 14th. Because that made us forget race, made us forget gender, made us forget, you know, uh, right. faith or religion. And so if somebody had a flat tire, hey man, how can I help? And everybody checked on everybody. But about the 15th, people went, oh shit, I'm, look, they'll, they'll take care of themselves. I told you, we, my game comes on in 11 minutes. We ain't going to make that. They're just going to kick it off. And then, and so, um, I think then after that of colleges, I went to, uh, I went to Vegas and had a show at uh, corporates and corporates and colleges. I still do. I still do a lot of colleges in August. That's when orientation is, and so they have to have a an act they can depend on, and it's just clean. And then um, at uh, the corporates, I do a lot more keynote now than I'm, the entertainment and emceeing. It's so many. It's so funny that they have me come in just to talk. You know, just to work a microphone and. The guy just did Sony, and they have their own teleprompters, and the big wigs are reading these things. And they're all they're doing is patting each other on the back. And I have to go up and then introduce somebody, and I go sit down, and uh, the the president of Sony's going, he's reading the teleprompter. This next gentleman is a good friend and the epitome of what we're striving for. <laughs> and I'm like, and you're leading, you're in charge. Maybe I'll get out of entertainment and lead a whole big company of. Fortune 500 situation. But so I think that, you know, so you could college corporations and then uh, going to Vegas. And so throw it in there. Uh, that's when uh, Vegas. Uh, did you see my show in Vegas? I did not. Uh, I'm trying to find the dude that did. but is only one person <laughs> came in. So I ran away and I ran away and joined the. Uh, actually, I did uh, some shows for the. Uh, for the troops and, and stateside to get rid of an issue that I had going on. I worked out a plea deal, and um, it went really well. And then I started to, get to go overseas and do some shows for the troops. And Now I've done uh, over 1,500 shows total, but over 400 in kill zones.
3: Are you saying you turned comedy into community service?
1: I didn't say that. <laughs> But <laughs>
3: that's pretty awesome. I'm just saying. Yeah. I've had a
1: lot of speaking. community. Well, I've, been, yeah, know. You know, I've been through a lot of community service. And I so okay. one time I, I went up to Hazelwood in St. Louis and did those. They said, all you got to do is come up here and we'll give you five hours for an hour of work. And but it was they get to the Hazelwood. The bus drops them off at seven and they got from seven to eight in the theater just sitting there before the bell rings. And it is not welcoming area for me. Being white trash from Alabama going out there in front of those guys was like a nightmare. But So I earned that. That, uh, <laughs> But the other hours, you know, you could take a dime bag to somebody and they'd sign the card, you know. <laughs> so then working overseas, I realized about halfway through that instead of waiting all the way to get back to the States, I could get on a uh, cruise ship and make bank coming back to the United States and... Be on a cruise ship and then um, the incident <laughs> so I just started working another cruise line and then um, and then I think that uh, that was about when I was about to go into rehab again
3: it's kind of cool
2: hey we uh, we spare no expense here at laughing Gas comedy with I the 55 tell. inch monitors on the golden tees yeah
3: that's pretty awesome it's
2: nice
1: no, I'm just trying to think of you know being on those uh ships and then I checked out for a while in 2012 and stayed over out of the United States and <laughs> and then uh then when I got uh my practice wife and I are my first my <laughs> Julie uh no names oh I uh then uh Miss Sutherland um <clears throat> We had some things going on, so I moved. I wanted to get out of the way, and I moved to South Carolina, and so I live in South Carolina now. And I uh, still, I have for since August. Uh, I've been. This has been my dream: is that uh, laughing gas would come to fruition. Because, uh, like you're doing, like we're all doing right now. He and I sat and next to each other while he drove everywhere, and he didn't get to talk. I talked the entire time. We didn't couldn't play the radio. It was all my rules, and so. He got to learn a lot about a lot of things and also bad things with being around Buzz because you get to go, no, I'll handle it. He did. He handled it all the time. and. And so he knows my show, and then he knows more about what goes on on my side of the microphone than most club owners. And so mm-hmm. I don't, as a voice actor or as a, somebody who does um, stuff like that, it's really important to have the omnidirectional uh, microphones that are just so hot and that light's so good. And when I got started in, in San Francisco, out when I moved out there, I got uh, to Holy See Zoo and uh cops comedy club they both sat like 70 people and so this seats 180 or 200 people but it only feels like 70 people and it feels like i opened uh remember uh mtv unplugged i do Absolutely. i was doing the middle when they tear down this band and another band was coming out they did it for a day and so i had to go out there and do that but it didn't really have to do that i loved it i mean i, I, I love music and so i loved being the uh the middle part but it just that's it was really raw seeing them play, you know, uh Metallica and all those people playing acoustic and this is what it is in here. You don't really need a microphone at all because everybody's this close. And so yeah. that can be a good thing or that can be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm not Gallagher, so it's a good thing.
4: Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> Nice. So this has been a long time coming, Jeff, and it's good to see the place up and running. It looks beautiful, by the way. The last time Colt and I were here, it was still heavily under construction. Yeah. And, I could
3: see through these walls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: See the a lot of things going on that now it's this is a beautiful place. Well, thank you. And yeah. so uh, what do you think so far, man? Where, where are we at? You got to be like on cloud nine right now for this to be up and rolling.
2: There, you know, it's... Uh it's cool it's it's the greatest feeling in the world to actually be able to see it in motion Um, because for the longest time it was only in my head you know I mean I could walk you guys through and I could I could tell you where things were gonna go I could I I had it all in my head what it was gonna look like and it actually for the first time ever it turned out exactly how I wanted it to look in my head Um, now granted I had nothing to do with like how beautiful it looks. You know, my wife helped me with all that stuff because I'm colorblind and I have no idea how to <laughs> make things look nice. So
1: he really is. He is. I've seen pictures he drew. Like uh, it's green and brown, you get mixed up or red and yeah, yeah. And so he had like a green horse and a and a brown and brown feet eating, and the barn was like yellow. And I'm like, all right, uh, <laughs> Picasso. Yeah, right. <laughs> but
2: it, it. I mean, it's. Um, you know we we've uh, we just kicked off so we had a soft opening last weekend where I had a you know I, I invited I don't know, like 100 125 people to t- show on Friday and show on Saturday mm-hmm. just gave the staff basically baptism by fire see what happens you know and and uh, they all passed the test everything was good so we decided to go ahead and go live so this week we started off what our normal schedule is gonna be so we opened up Thursday and uh, you know, so obviously marketing and promotions and all that stuff is huge but I didn't really do any you know other than social media and so Thursday night we open the doors see what happens you know and we ended up with uh, you know like 30 people or so you know and, and it's uh, a far a good 30 it was and yeah, that's the thing 30. though that they were excited to be here right. you know, they they, nice. they they knew and they were like hey it's Thursday and there we could be the first people to come in and, that, and so they were ready you know and they came in the staff was disappointed because they just had 250 people shows but I had set that up, you know, I mean, I made it that way. And so I said, this is life. Here we go. All right. So 30
1: people. show. I made it that way. <laughs> so then God, uh,
2: draw. We, we moved on to uh, like, you know, normal week, Friday night, one show. And then again, tonight we're going to do two shows. First time we're going to do two shows. But uh, just the growth go from uh, just that social media push going from 30 people to um, we jumped up to like right under 100 people last night. And so tonight. The, the numbers the numbers are irrelevant as far as like reservations because people I still haven't had the chance to educate the people on doing that mm-hmm. so uh, hopefully um, anybody who has any experience going to comedy clubs that live here now will tell people hey call 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 right. because that's gonna help me staff properly but that's my problem to worry about right this is getting the name out there I don't care if everybody walks up without a reservation I'm gonna sell the tickets you know right. so um, but I and People don't understand the methods to my madness as far as why I staff or how many people and what's going on but uh, you know it's when you're it's hard when you're the only one that gets it you know everybody's second guessing you and you know everybody wants to jump to the gun and like let's start calling and giving away tickets no 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 there, you know we need to crawl before we walk i want i don't want 200 people in here tonight you know i yeah i would love to have 200 people in here tonight but i want everybody's experience to be great and for, you can't just come out day one there there's another local business right over there that I mean the minute they opened, they were packed, and all they had were a bunch of nineteen year old 20 year old people working in there, and everybody's experience was horrible. and right. the minute the minute any feedback came out, you know, and that's the reputation you get. So I mean, this club is gonna be reputable for having fantastic comedy every week, no matter who it is, and uh, the service is gonna be good. I mean, and within time, it's going to be stellar. you know. So even though right now you walk in, if you, if you guys come tonight, you're going to get taken care of. Um, but you come back in six months, and it'll be a completely different experience on the service side. Fair. Shows are always going to rock. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's all people are talking mm-hmm. about because that makes up for the slow service. That makes up for the long line. That makes up for as soon as that light goes on, the microphone goes on. Everybody's absorbed into that world and that's what I want. So
1: So give us the schedule one more time. No, like, you're gonna... Hold on, man, that was awesome. Yeah. All oh. right. Yeah. Oh, you killed it. That I, was I know I have it in my <laughs> lap here, so I wrote that down. I, I'm trying not uh, to cry. I'm just like <laughs> <it's just, laughs> grown up. I mean used to you had a microphone. You know, that was did you stay up all night practicing that? That was beautiful, wasn't it? This is
0: his second time on the podcast. So well, it's the future. Peace. I
1: mean, it's not. I mean, the radio and all these things to try to do. They try to say they're going to pack the club and do all this stuff. I don't. I don't believe in any of it. I don't believe in uh, anything but word of mouth. And then what word of mouth is people that come in that club and see the show and see how much they have put into it, and how much they care. But then those people, same thing with your podcast, they'll hear, and somebody people's going to go, You got to go hear this idiot that was on um, mental awareness and uh, or cerebral entertainment. And um, that's word of mouth, is it? Because when somebody you know comes in here and then they go, Hey, I'm Saturday night, you're going with me. Where? We're going, going who's going to be there? I don't know, but it's going to be good. Absolutely. Who is it? Buck Sullivan. I've, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> Buck, I've seen him. <laughs> since he was on disney but uh and so it's just word of mouth is going to be a big thing i mean there's a and, and cape has to learn how to go out to do this right but once they do it every person that's walked out of that door is going, we're gonna be back i can't wait to come back and then all the reviews on the stuff that uh people send me messages uh when why can't you be here all the time? There's a restraining order. I can only be here two weeks, two weeks out of the year, and I'm on my eleventh day now. So that Jeff put on right? Oh no no no. He, uh,
2: well, and true true to his point though. I mean we've we've been open we've been open two nights, and we've had repeat customers who are awesome. coming back. I mean they came Thursday, they came Friday, brought more people, and then they're coming tonight. I mean That's like awesome. they're they're bringing their friends because they're like one they had such a great time. I mean the show. Even if it's the same guy, it's never the same show. I mean, it, you just—it's live. You don't mm-hmm. know what's going right. to happen. So, yes. um, these people feel confident enough to go get their friends, come back, spend fifteen more dollars to get in, and know that they're still going to be entertained. Right? Because it's—you know—it's unpredictable. You, and and so the fact that these people who live outside the box, <laughs> you know, and don't wow. and, and aren't from around here, are willing to start spreading the word. You know, and so hopefully the people who are from here who don't know. What stand-up comedy is about, other than what they see on TV, this experience is ten times better than watching it on Netflix or watching anything, or just even if you like a guy and you listen to his podcast, you can laugh at it. But when you're there and it's in your lap, mm-hmm. I mean, all day long, that priceless. Mm-hmm. It's priceless. Yeah. I mean, so, so I but, mean,
3: I know, I know you're counting on um, having a lot of repeat customers and things like that. And like you said, you're going to have people that are going to come in here regardless if they know even know who's up on stage that night or not, which is awesome. Um, but are you how, how is your promotion going to work? Are you going to be promoting things weeks out as far as who's coming in or how, oh, yeah. how is when, that going to work?
2: When you, go to, when you go to the website, n2ocomedy.com, it'll have a calendar. Okay. So it'll have, right now, I've only posted, the enti- I've got the entire month of May and pretty much June booked, but I only have May on the calendar. So I don't want to go too far in advance right. because you end up kind of cutting your own throat. If people see eight weeks, then they might wait to come see that one. But mm. if you give them four weeks, then, Makes you know, you're kind of narrowing it down. Right. And true to your point again, um, I do I do want the repeat customers, but Cape is kind of a, uh, a truck stop, if you will. You know, we're right in the middle of Memphis and St. Louis. Right. So it's where, hey, I got to pee. You know, people get out, you know, but so. <laughs> I gotta Let's go
4: to got to pee. And you've got a steak though. and shake. So And no, yeah. nobody ever
2: had a reason to stay, you know. Right. they yeah. never. So all of <laughs> a sudden, uh, there's some there's a reason to stay, mm-hmm. you know, like if you end up, uh there's cape is huge for like soccer tournaments and Mm -hmm. and all this youth stuff they get lots of tournaments and and lots of uh, corporate events there's a lot of huge corporations in cape where you know procter and gamble and all these things i mean so there's out-of-towners coming in all the time there's nowhere to go Mm -hmm. we have a casino that's not open 24 hours a day and like so past that you've got a movie theater and steak and shake you know so and 131 breweries yes uh, you got the Holiday Inn by jury. Uh, you got the jury by jury. You got Jury Southwest. <laughs> right. Pear and, Tree. And you got Pear Tree by jury. Mm-hmm. Um, the way you
1: give directions. Hampton Inn by jury. Go down jury. to Jury, take a left, go to two juries, take a right to the <laughs> Pear Tree. It's off I Jury heard, Avenue. You'll see a burnt down jury, go left. It's Mama's a,
2: house is right there behind the Waffle it, House. It's, it's amazing that, um, I mean, I'm, they've they've done a lot for the community, but they they own the city. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah but I think you know getting those getting the repeat and then uh if that if that gives 50% of my room fantastic and if the rest of it is people just coming in from out of town going hey cape was cape wasn't like this last time you know cuz even just right here in this plaza we've had four businesses open in the last 6 months you know like right. all brand new businesses <laughs> um <laughs> a,
4: and, and just in this plaza and they, and alone they, we've
2: had four
1: cars broken
2: <laughs> into <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that all of them started construction after me and it's open before me so uh <laughs> They're (laughs) jerseys. They know a guy. Got to know a guy.
3: (laughs) They just don't have the same vision as you. That's what it is.
2: Um, But going back to what you asked, the schedule, the schedule is going to be weekly um, Thursday, one show, Friday, one show, Saturday, two shows. So you'll go Thursday, 7.30, Friday, 7.30, Saturday, 7.30, and 9.30. It's
0: so nice. And so we're sitting in the lounge right now, the Laughing Guy's Lounge. So same hours, different hours? What, what goes uh, on The here? lounge
2: is uh, hopefully going to be the destination happy hour for Cape. Um, okay. So it'll be Monday through Saturday, and um, during the weekdays, we open at 4. Um, we don't have a kitchen. Uh, we're working on maybe getting some some finger food type stuff. Um, but right now we're we're just gonna open up at four, and then on the weekends we'll open up a little earlier um, if there's any kind of a crowd warranted. And then on show nights it stays open until the, the last person leaves. Gotcha. On uh, you know the weeknights You got to do
1: bagel bites.
2: Ooh, bagel bites. Who doesn't like a bagel bites? It's true. Uh, They are good. But it, you it, know,
1: just Chris, I want to uh, address what you're saying. It, it, these days it's all about websites, and, and, and they have great websites, and and it, the comics that are going to come here, when I came through to do this the first time, when we were promoting in November and went on those shows, And but it's not going to be like a regular comedy club, like the Hole in St. Louis or any of these other places. It's going to be something special because the people he knows uh, have so much respect for him, the comic side of it, that uh, I don't work clubs, but I would go to the end of the world for him. He's got that kind of reputation from the industry. And so... It, You're going to have some people that are going to come here that uh, you wouldn't go seriously. They're here, and uh, it's because they can go. It's not calling a favor so much as uh, when everything. When I got started, any people, I've so many great stars gave me. I started out with uh, Jonathan Winters and Red Skelton. Mm, Wow, and I was, you know, what do you do to pay them back? And they all gave me the same advice: do it for somebody else. Yeah, and that's all the really great people in the industry really have a high opinion and so if you have you can't have everybody excited about 16 weeks in a row and so um it's uh it's a it's a hard deal to do that same thing with how many reservations you could take and so you know you could take 840 people show up and so you know it's just a weird thing you have to feel it all out but cape is also uh it is not a truck stop it's a it's a wonderful, wonderful place. Jackson now—that's totally different. That's way <laughs> over, and I'm—I'm I'm not going to mess with that drive. I, it's two and a half joints to get there, and so I don't go to Jackson. But no, it's so crazy that all the little towns around here, and then Semo—I came there for like twelve years in a row because they had a uh, pancake breakfast and right before the finals, so people could take a break at night and go study and whatever. And so the, everywhere around here, once they find out about you, then they're 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 on you mm-hmm. this lady that's come like you said thursday friday and then said i'm coming tomorrow night and i'm bringing you year gonna be funny again right and now <laughs> saturday tonight that i take off and just you know it's not really a busy night <laughs> thursdays are the one that i try hardest on to be honest with you but you're going to see not only the headliners but uh the other acts that are in town the guys that he's had me work with are really top-notch guys i mean they're really entertaining and there's not a bad seat in there. And so I think that once again, that the uh, the the quality of entertainment that's going to be in there is going to be what makes the difference. You know, it's going to be such a great, great plethora of comedy that when these people come out that uh, they can't help but want to come back mm-hmm. and that's a good thing, you know. Right. Who,
3: who headlined the first night or the? I guess soft opening. Is that what you want to consider it? Buzz,
2: Buzz kicked us off. And, okay. uh, so we, we asked him to stick around and do the actual first live week too. So, okay. Was,
3: was Bobby Jaycox down here? For Bobby that? came down
2: for, uh, he featured the first night okay. and then, uh, he switched out with Tim Convey. Okay. Uh, up there uh, St. Louis guy not yeah, tim conway i got excited too it was a <laughs> totally different different guy, guy <laughs> yeah. a little bit younger so we had the, we had the two different guys and like this this whole week has been jc sabala he's come okay. down mm-hmm. to feature so okay cool yeah
0: jc did a great social media um i don't know what you call it but he just started calling out a bunch of people who friend him and then immediately asked they asked him to like his page, and he called every one of them out in one post. He just went oh, down wow. and posted. I thought it was great. I thought it was spectacular. I, don't, I just thought I'd throw that in there because it, it really <laughs> impacted me. I thought, what a what a neat idea. Just call everybody out on social media for, you know, why not? It's comedy, right? Yeah.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> well the, the, weird thing about, the weird thing about social media is, like, ever since this has been announced, I get, I get multiple friend requests a day from people I have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. And it, it's either people who are interested in the club just because it's cool or sure. – aspiring comedians but yet none of them like send a message and introduce themselves say who they are so i mean i've got i've got a pending friend list here because you don't know, be rude and delete it kind of, well i guess i should yeah <laughs> i mean at some point you have to I, in fact yeah. i've
1: friended them and tell them why i'm about to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> and block
2: so uh, if i haven't accepted you yet yeah. send a message this this is why
3: I, i've seen jc though uh, at helium and he's hilarious
2: He's yeah, he's done really well. Um, you know he's he's been in the business for a while now, and uh, he's he's conducted himself very well here. And uh, you know I don't have a personal relationship with him because he kind of started as I was leaving St. Louis, but um, you know, I'm glad to see that you know they're they're still trying to cultivate and come up with some really good people. So absolutely.
0: Right. So Buzz Sutherland. Sutherland. That yep. sounds like a and the name of a general. Yeah, in the U.S. Army, who just invaded Iraq, (coughs) or possibly Afghanistan. I'm really proud of that. (laughs) So it's something that you. Six. I'm the only one left. You've worked uh, with the military, but you have a you have a positive message in your comedy. It's uh, clean, right? Kind of clean Uh, cut.
1: Well, yes, and this is the only club I work, and so um, as you were talking about uh, JC, is that right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if somebody goes up and does adult material, then it's uh, it sets a tone for the show. And so my show in here might be a little bit. P- it's like PG thirteen and uh, normal places like Shrek, and then you and or the old Foghorn Leghorn. You know, a, I'll say get up here richard you know he just called him a and so uh-huh. it's uh, innuendos and stuff like that but when you go into a comedy club you kind of uncork the uh, gretzky bourbon and have a longer show and it gets a little bit risque sometimes but right. my i made a, a living out of uh, being clean and doing colleges and, uh, and 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 representing brands the keynote and stuff like that is uh very important to these people they entertainers uh, we're so narcissistic we start believing the the posters that we're really somebody and we're not we're idiots we're the guys at the king's feet with the bells on our thing do you want me to juggle today got business see tomorrow and so we that's who we are we're idiots but um yeah i think that what'd you say (laughs)
0: <laughs> just kind of asking about the the clean approach, you know, the clean cut, oh, uh, shit, not yeah. not getting too raunchy. But you said in the club, you get to loosen up a little bit.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. And but if you go, it's the degree that, and I guess it happened about 1991 that uh, Kurt Cobain told everybody, if you just paint yourself black and you don't have to be, join a fraternity or sorority, be cool, and you can just be mad all the time. And so, politically correct came out and. People didn't realize how politically correct changes a career. I I got a guy, a show in Denver recently, but it was for a church group. Mm. And if you say OMG, if you don't say, oh, my goodness, or oh, my gosh, but Uh if you say something else, that is offensive to those people. And so it's you have to walk a very, very thin line, but I walk it so far into the clean part that, uh, when I'm doing those shows and I work for children too. And so when I'm doing those things, I work so much in the vanilla ice cream area. That's what I call myself. I'm vanilla ice cream. 95% of the world likes vanilla ice cream and there's 5% that don't. That's their, that's their, uh, rights. And so, but I want to, I want the majority of people to, to like me where a lot of people have a niche or a, a group or a following. And mm-hmm. the only that thing I have like that is, uh, the haters. I've got like terrorist cells around that, uh, not like Nickelback's got an army of haters. <laughs> I've yeah, got right. just, yeah. yeah, You got pockets of resistance. Yeah. 14 yeah. year olds and wannabe comics that, I'm a comedian. Oh, when are you going to be on? Well, I work up at Sears. I where's Where's men's shoes on men's feet? just easy, and go up the escalator. And so you're not a comic, you know. I pay my bills, or I'm supposed to pay my bills with the money I make from uh, entertainment. And so um, it's a crazy, crazy thing when you get into who's really a comedian and who's not a comedian. Sure. And, um, you know. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's interesting though. I guess that your your audience dictates. How raunchy you are, how clean you are, or or whatever, kind of dictates your your act. Kinda. Well,
1: right. Most of the time, it's completely clean. Which is yeah. the, the ironic thing, or the hypocrisy in it, is that I'm known as the guy that did the duck having sex on the radio, and so um, any college, the reason they brought me is they could go, you know, the guy that does a. Oh, that feels so good. Oh, oh, I love it when
5: you do. Oh, yeah, who's your dad? Who's your dad? Oh, slow down, slow, slow. Ah, 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 ah. Stay right
1: there. Don't move,
4: don't move.
1: Only on Cerebral Entertainment. <laughs> that uh, the colleges could have filled their auditoriums and then... Uh, in corporates they can bank on a clean show and they can't have somebody come in there and do something to it's all brand it's Mm, branding so i learned from working with my friends and everybody at nestle perina ralston whatever you're calling yourself this week checkerboard Um, that everything, branding, I had to go to this class. And then with Disney, everything is branding. You're always representing that brand. Right, so yeah. uh, every, I think it's every 63 feet, there's a trash can. If you walk by as an employee, a piece of trash on the ground, and you don't pick it up and put it in a trash can, you get written up. I mm-hmm. mean, from Eisner all the way down to Buck Sullivan. <laughs> Didn't they take so, Nestle off the name? Why'd yeah, I think it's because <laughs> the chocolate kills dogs or something <laughs> like that. <but. laughs> So, uh,
4: yeah,
0: for the audience out there who's just listening right now, the face that you make when you do the duck thing, that's Are what you gets okay? me get, you have I'm tears out of I'm your crying. Oh, I'm crying. F- it's the face.
2: Oh, God. Now, wouldn't it be funny if you could do like a female version? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought that
1: was the female version. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's the face you're looking at. <laughs> now I figured to who's in the house above my window. <laughs> right. Female would go. Oh,
5: Oh, almost got check. Almost got shut. Almost. 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 Oh, I forgot to tell you
2: something. <laughs> Hold on one more time, but it do, this time do it
1: in Spanish. I had to write stuff on my. Uh, now Gore invented the internet. That thing uh, was the number one wave file. That they took it as a cart from the radio and put it on uh, the internet. They sent it all over the world and spaced and back down to this cloud of dirt. But I would go anywhere. We were in uh Amsterdam uh one time and we had taken some cold medicine or something and um It's cute he's acting like he remembers a trip to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the video. <laughs> and so we're out there was like a rave before this whole EDM thing started and you and the guys were like, Are you listening to this? I'm like, Yes, yeah, awesome. He's like, Listen, and I need to. Oh, who's your daddy? And I'm like, no I way. think we took too much of the medicine. <laughs> 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 driving through Indiana, you know, I'd go driving through Indiana one night and um, from a gig, I think that was High State, the night, and i just drive back to St. Louis and I'm listening to Indiana basketball, and every time they shoot a three pointer,
5: who's your daddy? And
1: what's that? Timothy Robbins, is that the speaker that. Uh, isn't that Robin's? Tony you know, Robin's? Tony. In his show, he has. <laughs> Who's your daddy? It's like a cue. And so um, then all of a sudden, they started on Apple. You can go and get a ringtone, and you can go on all these cell phone companies and get your ringtone. And this and, is
0: all your sample from, from the radio.
1: Yes. Wow. And other people claim to have done it and, and whatever whatever but it's me uh wow yeah i know and i've gotten no money from any of those people for doing that and so but the, the reality of it is is uh i wouldn't have gotten any of those shows if i didn't do that i wouldn't have gotten any of the It all works out it all works out in the end unfortunately nice. i found out a lot about karma
0: yeah well i mean you stole it from donald duck anyway right I mean, i'm sorry you stole it from donald duck anyway i mean and, and
1: that's well i mean he, I, not really. Uh, I, don't think Donald Duck is even that voice. I think the Donald Duck's a lot more sloppy. He's, uh, that, you know, the difference, people come up, you're Daffy Duck. It's not Daffy. That's the right. competition. But the ducks, I did uh, a lot of work at Disney when they have animation studio and people come and they see how cartoons are made. And I had to do the voices for them. we go behind the characters when to make a wish and that kind of stuff and do Winnie the Pooh and Goofy and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it is. It's a crazy thing to see somebody watching a little Asian girl in a Winnie the Pooh sweatsuit because it's just a thousand degrees in Orlando. And the kid hears me go, Oh, Christopher Robin. And the little kid's smart enough to look behind the thing and move them out of the way and, Hey, I want to be your friend. Oh, well, I got a lot of friends. And so it's uh, it's a good deal, you know. That's it. Yes. I need a button. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you're you, just uh,
3: accepting the fact that you're not making money off of any of that. Because, uh, yeah, because, I mean, because I did. I mean, it, it's, it's, it ca- goes
1: around, comes around. I've got uh, uh, six uh those on. Un- law things in Missouri where monies are sitting somewhere. I had two laws or two years. I went through lawsuits suing people for using it. And even Apple, uh, I said, take it down. And, uh, they said, well, that's not even doing It's not worth it. Or the the email was like, it's not even worth you going through the legal part of it because it's not selling well. And then you go to their top 10, uh, ringtones. It's two of them.
0: Wow. No kidding.
1: Yeah. And so it's fun though, to go on the internet and look at all the people who say they did it and, Adam Sandler and uh, uh, Stern says it was done on his show, and then Robin Williams is accused of doing it, but we were all in the same dressing room one time, and I said, "Uh, are you going to fess up that you didn't do it? And he goes, oh, I'm waiting to see what you do to these guys in here. And I'm like, yeah, talk like a duck. Say anything like a duck, Adam. And they can't. And so uh, it's just uh, I don't care. I mean, I really wouldn't. I I don't want the attention anyway. Yeah.
0: It's it makes for a great story, and to know that you uh you sent out those vibrations into the uh, into the world, that, that is was so something that you perpetuated and watched to flourish across the planet. Uh, That's yeah, awesome.
1: for being white trash from Alabama and growing up with dirt floors, it's a long way to go. And so the people, they uh, every it's uh, it's crazy how many people are. It's like going to a Skinner concert. They just sit there the whole time waiting for Freebird, and so yeah, doesn't matter how good my jokes are, or whatever. They're going. He's going to do it. He's about to do it. He's <laughs> going to. Oh, he can go pay. He's not going to do it. And then as soon as somebody sees, I make it up. I go on, and so you know, it's a uh, it's it's a good thing. It's a bad thing. It's it, if I ever get in any kind of trouble in my show, that'll uh
5: oh, I, I am Good boy most of the time, but sometimes I'm not, and if I'm good, I get a Popsicle. (laughs) But if I don't be good, I don't get a Popsicle. And uh, that doesn't matter, because I only keep the Popsicles until they go to sleep. I get as many fucking Popsicles as I want! (laughs) That's right, I sell fucking Popsicles, bitch! (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and sing. Uh. So Jeff, did he
0: did he do this? Uh, <laughs> did he do this voice a lot on the on the road when you were driving him around? From uh, no, not at no, all. No. Okay,
2: most of the time, if I was lucky, he'd go to sleep. Is that right? Um, <laughs> uh, he's a great he's a great guy to be on the road with because I got to see a lot of the country that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, no matter what state you're driving through at four in the morning, it all looks the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were driving through Iowa, and he's like. Hey, if you look out the window to your right, that's where Buddy Holly crashed. It's a, it's like pitch black and it's a big field, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> thanks. We weren't really in highway either, but he yeah. thought we were. I don't know. Right? All yeah. I know yeah. is he drove. I and, navigated, so I take us really the wrong way. That was back before all this GPS stuff. That was well, MapQuest. Ter- turns out you really
2: got to know when that light comes on that says low fuel. You you should probably stop. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know the car. Uh, anyway. Um, no it's uh it it was it was it was it was interesting to do all that kind of stuff but we he he was what he said earlier was true though like uh and it's it, it's part of his act too it's like if um when you're when you're in the car, it was his rules, you know, and so we didn't turn the radio on because he was he was on the phone he was doing i'm just i'm just driving he's like making contracts making deals doing something um so the whole time uh I'm just driving, and I'm just silent it could be eight hours of just you know. Putting down the road, and, and you want to say something because you're like kind of getting sleepy, but mm-hmm. he just kept Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, Mountain right. Dew, Snickers bar, Snickers no bar. No, you're but I was also different size. Well, that time, yeah. yeah, I you was bigger.
4: <laughs> I've,
1: lost, I've
2: lost a little weight <laughs> since then, but um, a little.
1: He, I have pictures of when we go out, he's got his arm around Fred Bird and uh, Louie. And then he's leaning down because they're littler than him. <laughs> in fact, we were up in Wisconsin. We drove into a in oh, diner that has a. It was like just Wisconsin, it was a little diner, and they had a thing on the wall: fifty-seven sliders. It was a record. And he, the sliders, those little hamburger things, and uh-huh. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> this is gonna take some time. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'll have my regular. I'll just have a bowl of Rice Krispies or something, and. Uh, big and he he gets uh to about 83 and i'm like you know you killed the record about 20 sliders ago you're just eating for fun now and let's go <laughs> and so we didn't have to pay anything got out of there and but the duck thing he did i talked like a duck in the car i didn't but it got us a, it's still to this day it's like cash if you go up to the front desk and you know like her. They're doing the little typewriter, looking at the machine. Uh, the biggest car we have is a Ford Focus. Now, I know it sounds small. Because it is.
5: <laughs> and I don't right.
1: Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shaniqua. Shaniqua, he cried. Come here. Come here, Shaniqua. I just got through telling him I ain't going to work no double shift on Saturday. I got managerial skills. I'm going to be a managerial. But listen to what he said. Do it again. Uh, I've been asking to get a nicer room. That ain't funny. If I'd be a
5: good boy, I could I,
1: He did it again.
5: We got the load in my room. Sometimes I still with the wall. Back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. Tell the man, you're a girl who swings your cuff.
1: Next thing you know, we've got an Escalade. And <laughs> you go into a hotel, same thing. We've got a room that Anne Frank stayed in. Uh, no. I walk choking. Oh uh, or we could put you on top floor <laughs> Tina. I want you to meet Mr. Sutherland and his friend with all the luggage and <laughs> We'd get people would pull up at the hotel and I'd go in and get us checked in and go to the room, lay down and text him three forty three or whatever and all right, and then he had to spend an hour bringing everything in and then have to go to the show and then come back and I always wanted to leave that night and I just got through driving eight hours and bringing everything in, so you're used to it. <laughs> you <laughs> know yeah, the practice. way now <laughs> you know the directions you had coming here <laughs> same thing going home all right
2: yeah it was uh it was always interesting because depending if it, if it was a keynote thing, I just I would stay in the hotel to sleep, you know, if it was because he didn't need sound cues or anything. You know, he would just do his stuff. But if it was a if it was a corporate, that's all
1: lies anyway. I mean, like the speakers and the, the motivational people that they forget everything you tell them by the time that key hits the door of the car. It's just uh, it's just a scam.
2: We did. A, I set him up with a gig in in, uh, in St. Louis one time where we did a convention of uh, blind business owners.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there's only one more thing I gotta tell you, Buzz. What? They're blind. <laughs> it was my magic trick will be easy. It was, <laughs> it was fantastic. You know, because I mean I uh, there's your elephant.
2: <laughs> Oh, that's called a lionness. Hey, bl- blind people, money is good too. You know, oh, I, that's everybody deserves one. to be I know,
1: when, and you know why, why I took cash is because when he got it out, I was like, okay. And I was grabbing, and he's like, is that a, what is that a one or a five or a? Yeah, you keep giving me one. I make good money off of the blind. In fact, I, they had me back, but they didn't recognize me. And, so, um, and I had the weirdest experience. I'm on uh you know those little bumps around your nipple or braille for lick here because I was on the elevator and I'm going down to the room the ballroom and this woman uh, she was reading <laughs> and uh I think she was, but I figured scared if I did anything so I just let her read and then um i get down there and it was one of the best crowds ever they loved it they had a great time and they make more fun of themselves than I ever could well that I ever would. And so uh, it ended up really a lot of fun. I think it was in Jeff City. It was at the Capitol right there next door, to that little barbecue place that we, yeah. that we destroyed again. You know, I'd walk, I'm would i chili dog, and I am milkshake. All oh, everything else.
4: <laughs> we got a two-inch
1: trailer hookup if you just want us to take this. Shh. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we had a good time. There was a lot of long conversations about don't talk. And that's, you know, me talking for eight hours about don't talk and him going. I Then when he finally got a phone and a girlfriend, you don't have any idea how bad it is. And I'm like, I'm not asleep. I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I had a girlfriend. That night, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so Jeff, give us another rundown of the laughing gas comedy here in Cape Girardeau. Where can we find you? How can people get tickets? Uh, I mean, social
3: media sites give us the the whole kit and actually we, I don't think we talked about what's goal, what we're actually doing in the lounge also like outside of the show so if you can give us that yeah too. just give us the whole
0: yeah well, basically
2: hopefully it'll be um, like I said it'll be the, that happy hour spot during the week right. you know I want, I want to open it up because this part of town doesn't really have a whole lot of options they have some restaurants and stuff but nothing that's um,
1: they got crane right do, there they do and they, man they have some a good donuts and, you know, right. when that yeah. light comes on
2: right, right. yes um, but uh <laughs> Mm there i I like the i like the word overstimulated (laughs) um because some of the my uh, surrounding area businesses are very overstimulated it's it's super loud it's super you know there's just so much stuff going on and Mm -hmm. so we created an environment that was a lot more just like chill and so uh i thought you know hey let's throw some golden teas in let's just have some good drinks and some cool people that work here some good personalities and just give people a place to hang out so that that was the the ideal behind it um you know obviously the it's more of icing on the cake for me. Like, even though comedy is only three days a week, um, that's going to be self sufficient, and it's in a matter of time. It'll make sure. To, but if if we can get a, a good thing going in here, and then after the shows, we everybody comes over here. Uh, eventually, we'll get to the point where I built another stage over here, so we can do small bands, karaoke. We could mm-hmm. do. Um, eventually, we'll have like open mic competitions. You know, we'll do things that start cultivating Cape Girardeau's comedy scene because. We do have a very large interest in it, um, and they they need guidance. So um, we're gonna try to help them in every way we can. They've been trying to do things in other other like facilities, like downtown Cape. Um, but man, it's just so much different to perform in a bar and not a venue, right. you know. And so I try to tell these guys, I'm like, "What you're doing is great. Trying to you know keep working on, keep writing, keep doing your stuff, but your experience." Is, it's giving you it's giving you your chops to f- perform in front of a rough crowd instead of coming into somebody who paid to see it yeah and sure so that, that was the whole thing it's like you can't just you know people are like why do you want to build a club just promote shows and put them on once a month and but then people have to f- follow you and all the effort that it goes into to like where are you in the same venue all the time what's going on I'm like you know it's just like a movie theater you don't you don't go well there's a movie you know at the library and then now they're doing an outside one at the park and now they're doing like the movie if the movie f- travels then it's you're never gonna find it you know so if you if you build it you know and, right. and it's so it's it was it was important to have one place and this facility just happened to be large enough that I mean I could have made this 700 seat theater if I really wanted to it's it was it's 7,000 square feet and so um, but I didn't want that i wanted an intimate club i wanted it to be you know like every other classic comedy club i wanted you to be like super involved and, and feel like a part of the show and so every seat in there you are i mean you're packed in there and it's just like every club in the country that was designed properly to be uh, the best optimal experience to where
1: all your yeah. sight lines are good there's nothing there's none of those big poles where Right. Somebody's doing that the whole time. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it's
2: yeah. the only, I mean, there's a few, there's a few, I mean, it's not perfect. There are a few flaws, but it's like, you know, I, I couldn't have asked if I wouldn't have found this venue, I still wouldn't be open. And I wouldn't have even tried. Paintball
1: yeah. one night a week. Uh, <laughs> they turn off all the lights and have a paintball and they don't tell you what night it is. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a big deal. You draw. don't know till you start getting pegged, right? Well, I mean,
1: it's an advertising like we talked about earlier. If you're not going to tell people where you went, then we will because the paintballs are calls awesome. they have N2O on them. And so <laughs> that takes like four days to come off. So <laughs> right. you got to go in Walmart going, I know,
4: <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> but we uh we do have uh we do have our
2: own facebook page laughing gas slash n2o lounge eventually i feel i'll probably have to give the lounge its own identity um which is more than i really care to deal with right now i've got enough on my plate trying to keep this going but so right now they're combined um we do have a, a, a all-in-one website that has our calendar n2o comedy.com um and that gives you All the q a as far as if you want to know the rules of the club i mean i've got all that listed you know so you know how old you have to be you know that you have to have a reservation i mean if somebody does their research and goes in and looks at the club you'll see who's there you can get a bio you can get a link to their stuff so you can see if you like them Um, you get a little samples of that and then uh Eventually, I will have uh, an online buy now. Uh, I just don't have a host for that. So, as soon as I can get that kink worked out, you'll be able to buy online, which will help tremendously. Uh, I heard about uh, PayPal is something coming out that will do that. Good. Do yeah, I mean, like, I, I thought I was going to be able to do it with my current POS. It just, I don't <laughs> think it's going to work right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we, you know if I have to go to Eventbrite or one of those just something I, I'll find something that works because I'm sure I'm losing money by people who are looking at it going oh if I could just buy it right now I mean there's shows like this are very impulsive buyers sure so uh, we were talking about it the other night I mean if, if you're just laying in bed at, you know two in the morning unable to sleep and you're, you're like oh I wonder what's who's at the club this week oh crap you know let's buy that But then you if i i don't have that button there so then you forget about it by tomorrow and you know
1: even more than that most every couple or anybody guys sitting around in an apartment or whatever at night to do the same thing watching net going on netflix going (laughs) no and then by the time we've watched at 900 of them, you're like, there's not anything on or anything to do in this town. Now there's an answer. You know, when you get in the car and she starts out, where you want to hang? I mean, it's the whole, I don't care. It's what you're the one. But where do you want to go? With all that solved now, come here.
4: Yeah.
1: If you want something to do, where are we going to do? the fact
3: that there's not food. <laughs> Do
1: you, yes. do you not see that popcorn machine money <laughs> Oh, you got a point, yeah. yeah. The corn dog I, machine, I, cheddar really? cheese back there. We, that, have, we have Sam's. We've left, Sam's left it open two nights popcorn. in a row, and it's still good.
0: <laughs> the addition of the lounge, though, is is magnificent. It's, it, awesome. it's magnificent because it, it's it's not, I mean, you're going to keep drawing people back here to the lounge. It's going to familiarize them. They're going to be a part of this entire experience because if they haven't hit the comedy club yet they're going to continue to hit the lounge I wonder who's playing over there this this week you know I'm going to go check it out well, last
1: night they were going who what's all that laughter about exactly right like, cuz the they're going to be drawn a little too funny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's
2: uh, yeah i mean uh, hopefully yeah w- people who aren't looking for comedy who don't even know that comedy's there they may walk in those doors and like mm-hmm. you said you know they hear that they hear that laughter and like, oh what's going on over there yeah and so you know that it creates its own revolution and then hopefully you know like I said the comics come off stage they come over here and it, again you get that personal interaction right. I mean if you go to the movie theater you're like yeah. man that was fantastic I mean if can you imagine if the star of the movie was in the lobby and you were just gonna get to hang out with him for a while mm-hmm. I mean because right. that's what these guys do they don't they don't leave they, they love hanging out they love talking to people that you know and and so that's why they their industry yeah. they're, they're, they love being a part of making people happy um, me I like to hide and uh, eventually count money <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. uh, and not just go damn it I owe how much do I owe you <laughs> yeah um, but um, you know we've been we've been uh, we've been really fortunate um, I know Cape Jar going to support it the the out the outlash from the day that I announced everything has been
1: when are you opening when do you open when you open when, when you, do you open open? We
2: open I mean uh my phone's vibrating now people you know putting messages on there because I should have somebody in the box office but as a bad owner I didn't schedule anybody to be here this early and uh <laughs> I forgot that it was a day of the week I don't know but so I I, I I I'm losing I you know I lose money because I don't have anybody in there and that and but that's the the excitement that the city they're calling because they can't buy online,
4: mm-hmm, you know? Right.
2: And so I have to get all those kinks worked out and, and for being open one week uh, and not even not even a full week yet, tonight I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Um, I don't expect it to be anything less than great. And I honestly, crowd size, uh, while it is the bottom line, it's not the end game, you know? Because if it's 100 people or if it's 50 people, these guys give 110%. Everybody's show is always awesome. And I think that's the value that they get to take out of it and tell their friends. If they walk in here and they go, man, they were kind of slow, but man, that show was awesome. You know, I'm not going to bring comics in here who are going to just mail it in and go, I'm too cool to work for 25 people. You know what? Those 25 people pay to get in here mm-hmm. and they're going to give you a
1: show. You know, when I did the colleges, those were the most, the horrid venues ever. You're like at in the cafeteria at 11 o'clock and those, they're not there to see comedy. Right. They're there either to drop class, or they're there to study for a test they haven't even been to class for or to eat. And then they're going, if I could have everybody's attention, he's Buzz.
4: <laughs>
1: Good friend of mine, Buzz, is going to do <laughs> jokes. Or in Miami, University of Miami, Florida, they had me on the. 10-meter diving board and put everybody in the pool. Great idea when they're standing up. 15 minutes, they sat down, and they don't fit anymore, and so it was just a catastrophe. <laughs> but, I mean, most comics didn't want it. Uh, Kathleen Madigan did one, and he goes, I'll never go back. And I loved it. It was really, really hard. The harder, the better for me, because I knew I was going to do well. The People, they were, they were any situation, we we're going to go, wait a minute, let's, let's this idiot over here, and then it would go well. And so... Uh, and then the other thing that is really really important is uh, comics don't mail it in um, but they 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 really try hard like if uh, my family or my friend or something is in the room they I have a, a different show I have a really I've really focused show and if my uh, if my friend owns a comedy club and I'm on that stage it's a different thing there too you know you really are. Paying attention. And I've tried to do different stuff where the people are coming back. And so I think that, uh, I think that that has a great deal of, uh, of, of importance because a lot of places you go, if I'm in Tulsa, uh, I'm not going to mail it in, but I'm not going to go long. You're supposed to do 45 minutes. I'll do 44 minutes and 59 seconds. And then he's like, uh, I'm like, how much time? Jeff, and he's like, doesn't matter. You're not going to do it anyway because I go long. <laughs> And it's like two hours he throws the keys in my chest and goes, "Close up when you're done. I got Carol's got me working in the dental thing tomorrow so but that's all the way over Jackson and that certain smile, and his wife is two four, three
2: six eight, five zero, uh all accepting new patients
1: all the time. Oh, I thought, uh, 16, 17, 17, to 16, go ahead. we found the suspect.
3: I think that I think we've got the dentist's office address twice, but we haven't got the address for this place yet. <laughs> you well,
1: know, that certain smile hey. is who makes these teeth go <laughs> at the end of the day. Well, you'll, you'll find this. <laughs> yeah, we're behind the Krispy Kreme,
2: <laughs> right? We have, we have the best visibility in the world since they put a Krispy Kreme in front of us. That's why the signs are above it. Nice. So, um, you know, their
1: sign's actually behind another sign now. Who's this? Krispy Kreme. When you go out there, you see that some of big sign and theirs is right behind it, but okay. they'll still do okay. <laughs> same yeah, same with Chick-fil-A, <laughs> my pleasure. Exactly. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, our uh, box office uh, box office phone number is 573-803-3003. Um, box office hours are Monday through Friday, to, uh, 10 to 5. And I then, find
1: anything in the world nowadays. You know, hey, theory, tell me how to get to the joke place. You know, it's not <laughs> like the old days where... <laughs> Let you gonna do and i'll tell you once it's not our it's evolved into more horror you know there's, there's a lot of
2: things i've learned working on the road with buzz and um i'd say w- my top three and this is something i'm a pat this is a nugget that i'm gonna pass to you and and i steal that I'm, I'm gonna pay a tribute to the word nugget because uh pete darnell if you're listening He was one of my instructors as a respiratory therapist, and he used to give us nuggets. Uh, So I'm going to give him credit. I'm not going to steal it. But nugget. We
1: call that like a really good bud.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) The the nugget I'm going to give you that I learned on the road with Buzz is that the only enemy of cheese is the air. Just remember that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: keep that close. <laughs> just let you know. Amen. Amen. Let's go to commercials. My, my, my life, is done.
3: I'm, I've learned all I need to learn. <laughs>
0: well, let me tell you guys, this is a fantastic place, and I can just imagine the vibe is going to be spectacular when the crowd's here. Well,
1: that's the thing. I mean, that theater. It's just, and nobody cares about the the other side of the microphone when you go to a comedy club. It's mm-hmm. the and most of the mic sort of like that and cut out and so ever and the audience is going i need a q-tip or something because this is I, are you hearing or they're uh and i told them i said if you bring a pear with mayonnaise in it again and call it an appetizer i'm gonna kick your ass woman and uh, my mom said, Well, I'll make something else and so you got those people talking, you don't have it in here and as an entertainer the be able to hear so well yourself and then you know, the lights are it's like shares there, you know, it's just like and then it's just a great, great atmosphere. And so it's really a lot you're not scared and worried about scaffolding and if the Filipino above you is gonna understand the cue or whatever that you have. It's a uh, uh it's really, really like these sofas were sitting, it's comfortable to be up there. And then, uh, Cape, they're kind of reserved for, and then all of a sudden they can't take it anymore. And I have to talk to him. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, slow down, buddy. It's, uh, I don't have part of my right hand finger. Okay. Well, uh, I like mayonnaise as a sandwich spread. You know what else? Yeah. Me and you are going to Denny's tomorrow and talk this out, but I got to work right now. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's weird. Must be bring a weirdo night. You want my number? I know it. Seven. If you go to the motel, I'm at the Drury in room G. Okay. And so, uh, it's weird that, uh, in they're either, like last night we had, uh, ZZ Top in here. They had, everybody had a beard that went to past their nipples. It's like they don't have chest hair. So they just drove hair all the way down to their belt line. And, uh, it, they're just so nice. And I couldn't have been meaner or made more fun of the, uh, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl and Humpty. There's four of them over there. And, uh, I don't know the, any vehicle that, and I'm dump trucks, anything that you could carry these four men. I mean, they're, mm, Got them up there, and they're just holding my hand, and I'm I can't quit you. It's like broke about mountain, and had a blast. Came up and thanked me after the show, and bought a t-shirt, and I was like, here's double XL. It's a goal weight. <laughs> You'll never make it though. It's, uh, it's, uh, not gonna. But they're so nice, and then uh, there's so much. It's so eclectic. You got a, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many different. Uh, you know, its just, it's really a melting pot in there, and then that's what comedy does. There's two businesses that you can always uh, be in that are not going to have, uh, you know, these recessions, but it's uh, entertainment, entertainment, like, uh, your podcast or, uh, comedian or whatever. It's, uh, gives you hope. It gives you happiness. and makes you want to live for tomorrow. And then, of course, health care. people always need health care. And so, mm-hmm. um, and then if you come here and you get both, you know, cause you can get laughter and then either I'll fix it. Whatever's wrong with you. Or you can go to Cara at that certain smile over in Jackson. Give the number.
2: 243-6850-915 Gerald it? Street, Jackson, Missouri.
1: All right, I'm going to plug something. I got my mind made up.
2: And then we also have, uh, as a registered respiratory therapist, I mean, we generally have multiple healthcare professionals in the audience at all times. So, I mean, nice. if you stop breathing, yeah. I can do high quality CPR and make sure that you, uh, stay alive. And that's important. So, you yeah. know, if he ends up throwing a deck of cards at you and hit you in the forehead or a pack of floss, uh, I mean, he can just pop you right in the head and, and we can get you in that dental Both chair. Both of those things up.
1: have happened this week. <laughs> okay. And his daughter Lila has a scooter or what is that thing? Uh, oh it's um the razor the, the, the little, razor the razor the little uh-huh. 2 wheel yeah. thing with like a handlebar <laughs> it's all messed up uh-huh. i have to show you the video of this oh, my. <laughs> i wrote it off her she's got a big uh, one of those, uh it's a um, playhouse playhouse
2: with the slides and the swings oh. and, and stuff. then a
1: fort up top and with the roof on that and i got up there wrote it off <laughs> on easter sunday on easter sunday nailed it she triple dog dared him and it yeah, didn't on. go well. No, There's no way <laughs> that. Awesome.
2: Well, the fr- okay. Well, take one was awesome. Take two, I can't believe it even happened, and the third one, I, I you just have the to see. The fourth one it.
1: was off the roof of the house, but he'd already they'd all gone. I went kick. to
2: ask the neighbor to borrow a ladder, and he'd already been up there and done before I even oh my asked. him. God. <laughs> so. Made
1: it, nice. <laughs> But he's right. I mean, it looked real good halfway through, but then it was... In the agony of defeat. That skier that was always upside down at the thing, and it went hard. And his daughter, she's the most sweet soul in the world, comes running over, and and I'm laying on the ground going, oh, this is the end, and... All of a sudden, this unbelievable pain is in the middle of my chest, and she's giving me CPR, but not the right way. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, pushing my sternum down to the doing ground, and I'm going, oh, and I look up, and I'm like, there's a little girl, and I'm like, why do you hate me? And and, uh, and she's like, you need to do it again. You just messed up at the very end. You could do it. Like, All right. And then going up those stairs with that scooter, I got it caught in my scooter, and Yeah, that's when you slow down when you got that kind of issue going on and then she pushes me and so I just turn around and go again that was the worst one because I, I ran out of real estate and uh, there's not a lot of flexibility in concrete and wood decking. it there, and it turns out at
2: the bottom of the slide, there's about four feet from mm. the bottom of the slide to a uh, deck post. I and reckon there we is. take that into the equation when we figured how the trajectory of this mm. razor scooter down the slide would go and mm. where his head would end up. But, I reckon um, the, the marks are gone. They mm, ain't gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some things never go away.
2: I do I have reckon. to. He brought. He brought up. He brought up something um, that. I wanted to save towards the end of this. I know you guys probably want to wrap it up, but I do want to bring up that. um,
1: We're going to have the. I still want to talk about the lounge is going to turn into a blues Uh, team following, uh, cheerleading. Watch party. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm hoping, no, not, I'm, hoping anything,
2: the, uh, I'm hoping to make this I'm hoping to make this kind of like the blues uh, outpost for Southeast Missouri because obviously hockey is uh, tragically not represented down here. Right, Damn, but it's represented.
4: So. at
1: his house downstairs where I live. There's mannequins.
4: <laughs> Don't stressed. stop.
1: Shut.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well,
1: I, I was getting up Do middle night. You know how much I think, nobody needs to know where that's at. Well, <laughs> I tell you what. When I come out of the restroom and Demetrius taking me into the wall, uh, I. I have a different restroom deal there, and you can always tell when Kara wakes up, Oh Lord, what happened? He came down here, and I had pronger over here, and they were like you know they got gloves and sticks, and the whole thing skates, and um you know when you're laying there, it's hard not to go huh? did you say something, huh. <laughs> oh. oh. And then everybody's like, oh, you're an addict. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm dealing with so much, you know. And so you can never have, make everybody happy. You can't at the rehab because I keep coming back. And so they uh, they love me up there. <laughs> Told you you wouldn't make it. All right, get in here. You know where your room is. We didn't even take your posters down. I still got a fair faucet poster up there from 78 in my Jaws shirt. That was a good year. That was a good year. Yeah, it was a good year.
3: Story you want to say till the end
2: um, well basically um, you know I I wanted to give proper attention to my daughter uh, because she's primarily the reason all this even happened I mean it's something it's something that I wanted to do but I wanted to uh, I wanted to provide her <laughs> a legacy you know and so I think that when you, it, you've probably never, I don't think you guys have met my daughter. Yeah, we have. She uh, was, yeah, she was there. Did she, was she there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she was while we were recording. She uh-huh. was, she was yep. in, she watching her She came sat toilet. with us for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, she is a ham and she is going to be, she's going to be something like, and, and There's that's. There's some
1: poor man walking, or a little boy walking around on this earth right now thinking his life is wonderful. And yeah. She's going <laughs> to earn that.
2: She's she going to earn it bad i i don't know i don't know what's in store for her in life but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be big whatever it is and so and and not just in physically because i'm six seven her mom's six foot so i mean she's (laughs) she's gonna be big figuratively and literally Uh um but the thing is is like she was the honorable first comedian to tell a joke on stage you know Uh, as far as now (laughs) not to disrespect not just because buzz will always be our first headliner um, but the first person to go up in front of a paid audience and tell a joke was my daughter. I brought her up and let her tell some jokes. She killed. And, uh, so you can actually see the clip her. online. You can see the, the video of her. She did, uh, three or four jokes and to be seven years old and go up in front of any amount of people, whether it's, thursday night with 30 people or you know i i've had her on stage in st louis in front of 300 she's smart
1: she's crazier smart than that though i mean she's uh she's just uh, she's an adult she's growing up around comedians uh famous people she knows the, the nightlife and she's seven and so i was picking her up when he had his surgery i was picking her up from school and um she calls me her man-child because we play hanging out and everything. And I was talking to the teachers when they're calling her from the room. And every day they're going, are you going to be there tonight? When are you going to open? And I was being funny for him. And the principal goes, I want you to go on speaker and say, and you can hear Lila go, nope. <laughs> Don't let him go on there. I'm telling you, he's not. I just want you to let, tell everybody to, and then one of your voices, you pick the voice and say, everybody, school's dismissed. And then was going call my mom. Call my mom. She'll <laughs> tell you. And this is the truth. She, call my mom. She'll tell you he should not get on that speaker. And, um, she gave it to me and.
4: <laughs> Don't believe your
1: teachers. Your teachers are liars. All right, man, child, in the car. I told you. I tried to tell you. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll bring more koozies. Yeah, his daughter took uh, beer koozies for the teachers. She, she, nice. She. Uh, I. I picked her from school,
2: and they just actually a couple weeks ago, and the principal walked up to me, and she goes, uh, "Your daughter walked up to me and and handed me a koozie and said." Here you can put a cold drink in there, or a beer, or whatever you want, and uh, this is on the house. And I uh, <laughs> said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pass out some more merch. I mean, this is merch, merch yeah, merch. Yeah. merch. Yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, yeah. seven year old bringing it down, you know. Right. I mean, uh, and then even just this week, I picked her up uh, from the after school kids club, and as I'm waiting, uh, I was talking to the girl who checks in and out, and Lila comes walking down and asks the lady how if she was 21, and she didn't. Or she goes, she goes, uh, no, no. She goes. Well, if you're not 21, you can't come to Laughing Gas Comedy, and uh, I'm like, look at that, this yeah. little kid. No matter, I mean, who knows what she taught talk- And yesterday, she wanted to take two T-shirts for their morning meeting, whatever that is. She gave the fir- the first grade class a presentation on Laughing Gas Comedy. I mean, like she she's she couldn't be more excited, but yet she hates it because she's like. <laughs> Just cutting into family time, mm. you know, and so she's, you know, she's she's excited about it. She loves the fact that she owns a stage and a microphone and lights, and she can go up there and sing and dance and do whatever she wants she to. A mic drop!
4: Mm.
1: She was up there singing just while they're just guys were walking. She's doing stuff. something. She's singing a song, singing that she made up, and, and then she takes her mic and which, like this and acts like she's dropping it in her hand, and then she goes. <laughs> and um, we we headed it all the way down to just that thing it's all the time when we wake up we watch her mic drop and when we go to bed we watch the mic drop and i watch it all the time because i've that little girl is uh absolutely amazing i mean she uh she'll uh we go to hockey games i they take me to hockey games me and lila sit together and uh she's this cutest and uh, they she uh, says, I love you to her mom and her dad. And then I said, uh, the last time I was leaving, I said, uh, I love you, Lila. And she goes, I like you. And I go, why do you say that you like me? I said, I love you. And she goes, it's weird. And <laughs> and uh, then so uh, I said, oh, I love you. And then I I had to go back in and get something. And Kara was all the way back in the kitchen. Lila was still by the living room. And, she, and I started walking by her. She goes, I do love you. And I was like, "Oh, how sweet is that?" Yeah. And then uh, when I came back this time, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna be all over me." And I said, "I love you, Lila." And she goes, "Yeah, that's that's over with." I. <laughs> she puts on earphones and
4: <laughs> the
1: plugs hanging on the ground, Lila. Plug it into the <laughs> iPad. At least do that for me if you're gonna watch Pig, whatever it is. Uh, I know how to. I learned how to play, baby shark on the piano for her. so we we have a lot of we build forts we uh we spend a lot of time i'm not allowed at school anymore though. That, that whole thing's over with
2: she's she's effectively perfected sarcasm at a seven and just i think i'm the only one she doesn't give it back to a whole lot because i got that whole you know daddy thing going but like the battles that her and her mom have the battles that she'll i mean she will confront anybody about anything
1: Oh, she um, will no, and no problem at all doing that. It's, oh, it's us, a lot of times she's funny, and then there's now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: okay, and so I've learned that with her or Carol, if they say anything, doesn't matter what you feel or think that's wrong. Just go with that because at the end of the day. Yeah, they're going to do something that's going to hurt <laughs> <laughs> they're playing all the time they're always playing and, and Kara's got access to medication and Ralila does that little thing with the cheese and next thing you know I've been out for three days and everything's shaved from my eyebrows down and so, or you wake
2: up covered in marker <laughs>
1: yeah I, uh they they i passed out one night from well i i took like uh some antihistamine and a gallon of bourbon or something and, <laughs> and i'm uh i woke up the next morning with paul stanley drawn on my face i'm like i was hammered if i drew that on my face i <laughs> i gotta do something before they find out about it and then walk out I thought we drew Paul Stanley on your face. I'm like, I thought I drew Paul Stanley on my (laughs) face. I got the same feeling I did when I woke up under the arch with only denim shorts on, and they weren't mine. You look up, and you see the arch, you're like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. I wrecked. (laughs) I hit something. And then, these denim shorts are getting too... I don't have denim shorts. And they're Daisy Duke shorts, you know, and... All I, all I found was a tampon in the pockets. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to get somebody's name or something, billfold and find my uh, good shorts or whatever I was in. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's a crazy thing to be in that house over there because she's a, she's an adult. I mean, at seven years old, she's pretty much the smartest one there. And she knows so much from watching anything. You can go on YouTube and research anything. And so I'll start to tell her a joke or do a magic trick. She says, I know this one. And she was watching jokes last night. I go into the, she's watching comedy specials and she's calling me a hack and telling me, uh, <laughs> you know, get your stuff ready because I'm going on tomorrow night. All right. Oh, well, she wants to be on America's Got Talent. Nice. Tell her dream big.
2: Well, and she right. she's yeah, like I said, she's fearless. I mean, Taylor Swift came to St. Louis over this uh, winter, I guess, sometime I forget when it was a few mm-hmm. months ago, and she she challenged her to a dance off. We taped it and t- sent it on like Twitter and and uh, Instagram because you hear you see those things on like Ellen and all that, and all of a sudden she shows up and gives you tickets because mm-hmm. she wanted to go to the concert, but I'm not gonna pay a hundred dollars to bitch. take a seven year old to Taylor Swift. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Let's see if you can earn some tickets. Let's see, you know. You so go. we just we taped it. We played Bad Blood, and she was dancing, and she goes, you know, uh. Taylor, I'm challenging you to a dance off. If I win, I get tickets to your show, and if you win, you get tickets to our show when we open. <laughs> <laughs> Which who knew would be a year later. Uh-huh. Um, but Taylor didn't see it whatever the case is. We didn't nothing happened, but she had fun doing it and then we watched America's Got Talent and she's like, "Hey dad, would you take me to tryouts whenever they're in South?" I go, "What do you want to do?" She's like, mm, "I think I'll tap dance." She doesn't know how to tap dance. You know. <laughs> so she's just like and so they went to like the thrift store and found some tap shoes that are four sizes too big and she just clods around the house going you think that'll win yep (laughs) sure do i mean because that's all i'm gonna do i'm gonna encourage her no matter what she wants to do i mean because she can and will do anything she wants to do and
1: uh active shooter (laughs) you know she (laughs) go ahead girl i'll encourage her to do whatever she wants to do danny i need an ar all right (laughs) she
2: used to i mean my girl on tv right there (laughs) i've got video i've got video of her like two three four years old teaching people i'd be like all right this is lila showing everybody how to hopscotch you know and she'd be like throwing the rock and be like the the things on the ground over here and she'd throw a rock over there and she'd just hop on (laughs) you know um so yeah she uh she uh would totally just She'll do whatever you tell her to, and then she does more. So you know. so
0: big shout-out to Lila. Cara.
1: Our biggest shout-out to Lila and Kara. And a certain smile over in Jackson, yeah. Missouri. And, and the guys here at Cerebral Entertainment, I want to thank you so much for uh, supporting Jeff because uh, he is my closest family. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, he is the closest person I got in my life as a friend or family, and... Um, to see what he's doing is, is, he's be considered selfish, but it's so selfless because he's bringing such a great quality thing to such a town that it's going to enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. And he also has backstage access to, uh, some people that all he has to do is call them and they'll go, it wouldn't be a, about a negotiating thing. It's about, uh, when, when do you need me? Because, uh, he's, uh, been in the business a long time. He knows all about it. And, uh, he cares about every single person in there, but especially uh, being a narcissist, like you said, I only give a damn about me. and My microphone works great, and his policies, he's got a, uh, a stoplight on the wall, so it's red, yellow, and green, meaning different things on your time. And mm-hmm. it's just really, really set up so it's so, if you don't do well here, okay, here's what it is. If you don't, as a comedian, if you don't do well in there, you need to quit. Just get out now because it's just going to get way worse. There's no way that you can do better than there. That's where – if you're going to go headline somewhere, go over to Kankakee, Illinois at Chuckles and then do that night because you're going to mess up your first time's out. You don't want to mess up in here. This is going to be the place where people – and like he said, now I'm getting all sorts of things, messages from comics going, hey, uh, tell him – you haven't messaged me in five years as an idiot. You still owe me a dime bag from back in <laughs> San Antonio. And, and then the other thing is I've gotten 300 people asking for tickets to come to this thing, you know, and it's like, uh, you, you can't open a club and just give everybody a free ticket to come to this thing. And it's not going to be too long before uh, the value of that seat's going to be so, so good because, uh, It's going to be a funny thing to look at the people outside when he has to go, folks, sorry, but. I've been standing here for two dozen donuts. (laughs) What do you mean for two? (laughs) I've eaten two boxes glazed and then I had one with sprinkles and. And so it's going to be, it's word of mouth. And, and when you see it, when you see it live, mm-hmm. I don't do well on television or on tape or, or video or or AVI or whatever you can peg and all that stuff. But live is when uh, the good things happen. When uh I got a new kitty. Uh Oh, sorry. We're taking a break right now. We're going to deal with Luther. <laughs> Tell me about kitten.
2: There's a, there's, well, there's a, there's a saying in comedy. I mean, you know, either you're going to see a great show or you're going to see a fantastic show. And even if the show goes bad, it's still going to be a great show. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't and, – and comedy is subjective. So, you know, when people call – they as, as some of my staff, nobody has any experience in comedy. So at the people who answer the phones, I pretty much have to give them a script of what – I know what they're going to ask you. So here's the questions. Number one, are they funny?
4: No. Just, seriously. Like, I mean
2: – I mean,
1: they could be if you're really high.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and how do you how do you answer that without being sarcastic? I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, right. like, I hope so, or right. la, I hope it's better than last time. You know, I mean, it's just like, what do you, you know? So, I mean, like I said at the beginning of this whole thing, I have a very, I have a very challenging task of making sure people understand what comedy is because we all have our concepts of what it is because of what we see on TV. But if you've never been to something like this, buckle up, man. You mm-hmm. know, like you're about to get your experience of your lifetime because. Er, er, Like you said, it's live. There's no redo, you know, and so.
1: Well, people watch Letterman or Leno or Fallon or any of those things, you get six minutes. You get six minutes tops. And so, um, you know, when you see somebody six minutes, you know that's their best six minutes. You're not going to go on and go, well, I'm not going to do my A material. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something that they just go, they're doing their best six minutes. But what's the other 54 minutes like? And so um, he knows what it's like. He knows these guys. He's seen them and uh, they're solid. And so, like you said, you're going to get uh, there's three things that can happen when you're the comics on stage. You either watch them and they're got a cocky attitude and they're you just going, Oh, I don't like this guy. And then, and whatever. And then there's the ones that are do real well and you love them and you, you laugh at them. And then there's ones that try real hard and they we want them to be good, but they aren't laughing or they aren't getting any laughs and you just feel it's awkward as all get outs. Well, two of those things aren't going to happen. There's going to be people that come in here that, uh, it's a brand, you know, you're it, when I'm, I got started, you could mess up in Sacramento on a Friday night, and and it, two months later, they'd find out about it in Sarasota, Florida. You know, now, if you mess up in laughing gas comedy at uh, 730 on a Saturday night, they'll know about it in Singapore by eight o'clock. And right. so the web is the web. And right. so... You have to live by that. And this fella Yelp, <laughs> he's angry, isn't he? <laughs> Tends he to be, yeah. Can't find something to eat, apparently. But, uh, you know, everybody's, the world's changing. It's just getting so crazy. But the comfort of everything, everybody wants to be comfortable. You can count on great entertainment and they got to do something about the drinks. There's, they're too strong over there. This is like, uh, you know, a, let me have one. I'll have one. And I'm like, Someone take a nap. Y'all just talk amongst yourselves, and I'll. Whoa, what was in that? And so you set a shot, and so it's uh it's so comfortable, and the entertainment is going to be so good that they're so comfortable because everybody's right there. It's like a living room, and then. Uh, that's when it is really, really fun going to see. Tom, I was on tour with Tom Petty. A lot of people who had like 20 hits in a row and you're like, Oh, I forgot they sing this song. It was so great to do, to go to somebody who got hit after hit after hit. Mm. And, uh, the people he brings in are going to most every one of their jokes, other comics will be using as their closer. And so, uh, it's not going to be the guy you see on television, uh, that has six minutes of comedy and then he, uh, goes Dane Cook on you and, and, uh, it's uh, it's really a solid uh, operation from head to toe. And so it's uh, taken an extra six months to open up, and it's been worth it because this room's going to have a beautiful view to it too. And it's uh, going to be so, so much a destination for people to go and hang out and pick up. Yep.
0: Well, it's been our pleasure to follow you. Yeah, thanks so, so far. much for coming. I appreciate and, uh, it. Uh, yeah, we love, uh, we love what you're yep. doing here. We've, ever since we first step foot in this place and your vision it was exciting even though we couldn't see it through your eyes now we do and it's just great you to see it come see to it fruition. To his eyes my mama always said podcasts
1: <laughs> were like a box of chocolates i'm smart buzz it's
0: been great to to meet you as well I appreciate uh, we're, it we're gonna yeah uh, <laughs>
1: i enjoy meeting you too we're going
0: to uh also direct our listeners to find you follow you around you're on social media right, right. You i, do those I am i've got
1: a, I've, my my whole uh pinterest is messed up right now <laughs> okay. it is and my myspace is running strong it's got all, a lot of new video on it and the video's up and we're real excited about this snapchat thing it's going to take off real soon but it's not too hard my website is uh this is a it's really hard to get to buzzsutherland. dot com, and so it's a it, two Z's, just one, Yep, yep, two Z's, <laughs> and then uh, and then the Prince sign. Did he change his the name symbol. to? Right, okay. And then of course Sutherland spelled with two G's. Okay, so <laughs> it's like Chardet. <laughs> right, so <laughs>
0: we'll we'll just do our best to find you through all that. Oh, and, I'm uh, right here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll find you. He, tur- he turns up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and I'd also like to, uh, while I have your ear, for all of those of you that are listening that uh, are in any of the five branches of our service, I want to thank you so much for giving us the blessing of having the freedoms to do what we're doing right now. Uh, God be with all of our men and women of the military. That's awesome. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, Buzz Sutherland, Jeff Johnson, Laughing Gas Comedy, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Come down here, be a part of it. You're not going to want to miss it. Appreciate you guys for coming on. This is awesome. Thanks Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Appreciate
1: it. All right. My mom always said podcasts are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Thanks again to
0: Jeff Johnson of Laughing Gas Comedy and Buzz Sutherland. And, of course, thank you to the CEP listener. Remember that word of mouth is such a great thing, so tell your friends and fam about our humble yet totally incredible and awesome show. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast where all great podcasts can be downloaded so you can keep the variety coming straight to those ear holes all day long. We want to keep those brains warm, but until next time we meet, you're going to have to do it on your own. So, as always, please remember to keep those big beautiful brains of yours nice and toasty we'll see ya